0: episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Garrison. Me and Garrison know each other pretty well from the Something Awful forums, and uh, we have an extended conversation about all things souls. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode, y'all. Remember, you can come on to the show if you'd like to. Send me an email to dguspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. So you've played all of the Souls games?
1: I've played all of them. Which ones did you start with? So I started with Dark Souls 1. And I started with it on PC. Like, I bought it right when it came out on PC. And, okay. like a lot of people, like I know, say they sort of bounced off it. And I absolutely bounced off it. Um, <laughs> How far did you get in the first time? <laughs> I, uh, so I finished the Asylum. I finished the Undead Asylum. And then... I, I think I just didn't really have fun doing that, and so I stopped. I uh, I got to the, um, I think I, I kind of like remember sitting down at the bonfire at Firelink Shrine, and like looking at the stats, and thinking about what I was going to do with my character. I'd made like a pyromancer, I think, um, and then going like, no, nah, I'm I'm not feeling this right now. I'm I'm out. I didn't even do like the thing where I ran down and ran into skeletons or anything like that. I just like, I just like, yeah, you know what? No.
0: <laughs> so you just said no. And then, uh, how long did it take you to pick it up from there?
1: Uh, I think like two months, maybe two and a half, something like that. It didn't take me that long. I, I played like Guild Wars two for a while. Cause I came out like right after the dark souls, uh, PC launch. um, And then I kind of burned out on that, and I was looking for something else to do, and Dark Souls was there. Um, And so I hopped back in, I actually picked right back up where I left off, um, and somehow it clicked. And I, I don't really know what changed in the meantime.
0: Yeah. It's weird how video games will like hit you at a different point in your lifetime. Like you'll, you'll pick one up and like, no, this isn't for me. And then you know five years later, pick it up just to get addicted to it. Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I think, I wonder if it was, I doubt it's related, but like I started grad school in the meantime Um, and like somehow, I don't know, but like dark souls became like kind of like meditative, I guess Um, it was hard (laughs) and I died a bunch and I wasn't good at it, Um, but it, it still like worked as like a way to blow off steam after like, teaching a class or something um but it, it was great like I think by the time I finished um Undead Berg, I knew that I was in it for the long haul
0: sure yeah like beating the Taurus demon for the first time was like when I was like okay okay I'm in yeah like I've already spent like 10 hours getting here yep so yep. I might, might as well do it you might as well see it to the end
1: Although <clears throat> oh, I did have I had no shortage of times in the game when I thought I was done <laughs> like um <laughs> like let's see um not Taurus even or really anything like after that everything after that was kind of okay uh, um but then i think like um Quaylog really did me a number first time i fought her i think i wasn't ready to have to like deal with attacks from different angles quite yet mm-hmm. um i think blighttown as a whole <laughs> that's undeniable. just the entire area <laughs> just all of like everything about blighttown i actually picked the master key on my first character and I didn't use it <laughs> it was there uh but i didn't i didn't use it um but i was so painstaking with blighttown like at the very beginning where there's those big giants uh coming at you and you just like yeah,
0: with the with the shit clothes. yeah
1: the yeah the, the giant ship giants and I just remember I, I was so scared to fight them head on that I just kept like luring them off of cliffs <laughs> while standing up a ladder. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and
0: yeah, that's that's like uh, what realizing that you can do that is like one of my best moments in the game. Like realizing like, oh, wait, I can actually I can actually do that. They'll just fall off on their like, own. I don't
1: have to fight them, assholes. This is amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and and Orlando archers. The, oh yeah that's that's always I the I think it took me right maybe 20-30 tries my first time to get by those jerks like, I was terrible at parrying too so like when I finally got up to like fighting the one on the right side I, did, I had to like just fight him <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you uh, so you actually went through it you didn't do like the poison arrow trick or anything like that yeah you know, I tried it and I
1: didn't have the patience I uh, I actually like I tried it and I saw like how much it was going to take just to poison and I was like no oh, no I'm, I'm I'm doing this I'm just doing this
0: <laughs> I, I'm the same way like if it's the choice between like me spending five times as much time as it would just but actually doing something versus um, sitting there for five minutes like not doing anything and just waiting for the poison yeah. to take down like I'll always take the more like active way absolutely
1: so, yeah I mean it, it, it felt great when I finished I think that's maybe like the most memorable victory I had in Dark Souls was just how great it felt to get past those stupid archers
0: <laughs> it's a there was a uh, episode on here where um th- one of my friends a guy named john had gotten through it on his stream and like it, it was so interesting watching his stream where everybody was like cheering him on after he finally got past <laughs> it and like just the relief in his voice was so much that i actually cut it into the episode because he was just <laughs> like oh my god and, and so like it was one of those
1: things so, yeah. Like, yeah oh yeah Solaire's here. Ar- 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 everything's fine I'm gonna make it. He's flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> uh, I gotta listen to that one. What
0: was it you think uh, what, what was what was it you think that kinda drew you in? Like you said it took you to the end of the Undead Berg, but was it more of a mechanics thing? Like was it I've never played a game like this before, or were you kinda getting an idea for the story at that point?
1: I, I think it probably at that point was maybe mechanics, maybe a little bit atmosphere too, but you know, undead berg's not really the strongest mm-hmm. atmosphere. But I think because um, I had also recently played The Witcher 2, which, you know, I kind of okay. like thought would prepare me a little bit. Like, you know, I didn't do it in preparation, but I figured like, oh, know yeah, I, I got through The Witcher 2. Like, I could do this. But something about just like the, the really kind of methodical um, pacing of, of the actual combat, like, really clicked with me then. Um, like, I, I you know, I, I did, I think, the development everybody did where I started out just shield turtling. Uh, um i didn't actually use my pyromancy very much at all um and and eventually you know got to the point where i just wasn't really relying on the shield at all and was dodging all the time um but i think just like i i think i think it really was just like the pace and the rhythm of gameplay is just really super like something i'd never experienced before at all yeah
0: it's it's such a like a mark market departure from like just about any other action RPG I can think of that doesn't have the word Soul yeah. title somewhere like it's <laughs> it's just ridiculous like I'm coming from it from like normal like video games like I, I can see why people bounce off of it so much or like you know kind of wrote it off as you know bullshit or, or what have you like I've heard podcasts where people are like this game is bullshit yeah. and I'm like well it's not but I can see why like that's your opinion but I can see yeah
1: that's yeah. just like your opinion man but like... <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. So how long did you think it took you to finish it?
1: So I think it, I... Th- so I have my old save file, actually. But it, I think it was something like 60 hours, 70 hours, something like that in my first playthrough. And I did everything, DLC, everything. Um, I mean, this wasn't DLC for PC, but like still. Um, I did all that my first my first playthrough. And I actually think the boss... And this is, a little, this is like embarrassing in retrospect, because I know more now but the boss who owned me the hardest was Gwyn, because i was, sh- I was shit that at parrying
0: a, yeah i was about to say like if you go into that fight without like that one piece of knowledge which you can like not, no 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 part in the rest of the game are you required to know how to parry like if you go into that fight without that it's like one of the most aggressive like boss encounters of the game yeah. outside of our tour oh, I, I
1: strongly remember like bitching online about Gwen. Um, like I was. <laughs> and so... everyone
0: in when you get good, learn to pair.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like I was like, I'm up to 20 tries on Gwen. and Everyone's like, what?
0: <laughs> what was your um, like online community as you were playing through the game? Like, I, I know you from something awful, but like, were you posting in the something awful threads? Yeah, it was a little bit something awful.
1: I, I was, I was into Reddit at the time. Um, well, that was where I, I was getting the wait, hold on. How are you dying at Gwyn? <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of thing. I, I wasn't really posting on something awful very much at the time, but I was like, I did have an account. Um, that you know, that sort of came later. But yeah, I was like, um, yeah, it was it was interesting having like that online community too. I, I think it, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't really able to go through the game as blind as I would have liked. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm like one of those players who is always worried I'm doing this, doing it the wrong way. You know yeah where
0: you, you you'll do the thing where like there's a right turn and a left turn and you'll go halfway down the right turn and go wait wait no this is the right path I need to go explore the left one yeah. and then you go back and forth yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and then I do that with my character I do, builds I do that exactly
1: <laughs> like I did like a total 180 degree swerve in my first character build um like I was I uh, I was a pyromancer which you know didn't really require stats at the time so I, I had just been focusing on um, you know my, my melee stats I think mostly dexterity and then like halfway through the game I was like no I want sorcery <laughs> and just like went all out on intelligence and got like the Moonlight <laughs> Greatsword and everything and it, like, I look back at that character he's an absolute mess <laughs> but <I> was... <laughs> It's fun
0: doing that kind of stuff, though, because, like, nobody knew what the hell they were doing. Like, yeah. I, I've never seen anybody's first time outside of um, K-Plays, like, have any sort of clues to, like, what that stuff was or what it means. Like, yeah. the first time you, you encounter all that stuff, like, it's just so different from your normal, like, leveling system. Like, I'd never seen anything with something like scaling before. Like, that just did not make sense to me. And a lot of times, it still doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, where they get the numbers from is very confusing.
1: Yeah, I don't know where people get, like, the exact numbers from. That's never been... You know, I'm fascinated by them. I'm really interested in the numbers, but I've never been the kind of person with the patience or knowledge to actually go and find them myself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the concept of scaling made sense to me a little bit. Like, you know, of course, strength is going to increase my damage with weapons. So, of course, some weapons are going to increase their damage with dexterity. But like, when it is just like, you know, not like D and D style. You know, roll your damage and add your strength modifier. Like, there's like this kind of algorithm to it. Um, that's when it's so sort of like, oh, I actually didn't know that there was like a soft cap and stuff like that.
0: I interviewed, um, the episode hasn't come out yet, but it probably will have by the time this episode is mm-hmm. out. But uh, I interviewed Mugen Monkey, the guy that runs Mugen Monkey. Oh, sweet. For the, um, yeah, for the podcast. So that, that episode will be coming out pretty soon. Um, and it was kind of a, he's not the original guy. Like apparently there was a, a different guy for like the Dark Souls One Planner, but he's taken it over for... I want to say bloodborne and dark souls three. And, uh, it was really interesting, like hearing his struggles with like trying to get the right information in there when like, it's really hard to get that out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> like some of this stuff is just like really difficult to try to figure out like without direct access to the game. So
1: yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, he did, He did a great <laughs> job with the bloodborne one.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, so did you go from Dark Souls 1, like I'd imagine like most people, and by the, just the sound of your voice, it sounds like you were kind of hooked on it. Um, yeah. Did you go right into like multiple playthroughs and get into PvP at all? Or so, did you go back to Demon Souls? I hopped
1: think? into a New Game Plus and I got up to, I beat Ornstein and Snow on New Game Plus. And after that, I didn't really have too much motivation to keep going. Um, and so I kind of just messed around and made more characters, did a little low level PvP, but I never really got super into pvp um i was just mostly super proud of myself because i didn't i didn't solo ornstein and smoe my first time through um, i summoned solaire and a player um because i just i couldn't i knew just looking at it i couldn't do it so i beat them solo on new game plus and i felt great about it <laughs> um, and that was that was you know that was like i was like happy with that i think as like a place to leave the game Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of knew like nothing else I was going to do right then was going to uh, like really stand up to that. Um, and then I got um, that, that December, so just, you know, a couple months later I got a PS3. I didn't have one. Um, and I told myself I got it for a bunch of reasons, but I, I got it for Demon Souls. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people whose uh, PS3 experience is basically like Demon
1: Souls, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have a very similar thing to say about PS4, um, and it's I, I ended up doing a lot more with my PS3. Like I played Journey, I played all the Uncharted games, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, but I, I, it was Demon Souls. It was the Demon Souls machine for a while, and I think I was really surprised at just how hard Demon Souls grabbed me, like even more so
0: than Dark Souls. More so it? than
1: Dark Souls, I think to this day, more so than Dark Souls. um
0: Is it just the atmosphere? Like it's like that world building that they they do, like the kind of weird and strange, and because it's it's definitely more like horror. Yeah, whereas Dark Souls one is more like high fantasy. Um, and that that really appeals to me as well. But do you think that's what it was? It was just kind of like that atmosphere. I think
1: that's definitely part of it. Um. It's, you know, it's, it's weird because, like, I've done more playthroughs of Demon's Souls than Dark Souls. And every time it's, it, you know, it's such like a, it does have that horror atmosphere. It's such an unwelcoming atmosphere, but somehow I just feel at home in Volataria. And I don't really know why. I can't really, like, I've, I've thought about, like, what what is it about Volataria that just, like, lulls me into the, ah, yes, here I am sort of feeling. <laughs> but it does um you still have a ps3 hooked up no i I actually don't have a ps3 anymore um it it died and then i I bought a ps4 but i've like every once in a while i hop on craigslist and see if i can find like a ps3 because i kept you know i I sold all my games except demon souls so i still have my copy of demon souls so if i get my hands on another ps3 I'm, i'm ready to go
0: Maybe one day, you know, we can just dream that they'll put this damn damn game on their PS Now service, or make it back, or just do a remaster or something. I thought they were
1: going to when they They had that tweet like a few months ago
0: with the with the four games like stacked on top of each other.
1: I I really thought they were gonna. I was so bummed.
0: It was um, like for years. It's been uh, like every Sony event is: Are they going to remaster? It, yep. Don't uh, uh, are they going to remaster Demon Souls? Or and what's the release date for the Last Guardian? Yeah. And so now I only have like one thing to ask. It's the only thing I care about. Yeah. That's not the only thing I care about, but like that's the biggest. Thing. That's like, the big that one. Get me more jazzed for anything. That's for that.
1: the big one. I mean, I know Miyazaki like kind of answered a question about it recently. He was saying it would be in Sony's hands, you know. But mm-hmm. it seemed like.
0: And that's the thing like Sony has that whole company that they use to do remasters that have done, you know, the Uncharted series right. that they've done, um the Ratchet and Clank series, they did The Last of Us, they did the the two um And they do really well. The other two Last Guardian games. Yeah, and they do a
1: really good job. Yeah. Like oh man, this It would be so good.
0: I just want that game on PS4. So that's the, really the only reason my PS3 is still
1: updated. Yeah. Yeah, I I really want, well, I, I really Well, I, I take that back. I
0: yeah, somebody was doing some um, Dark Souls One streaming on PS3, so I, I was stream sniping them the other day. So nice. that was good. <laughs> other than that, that's the only reason it's Demon Souls. How many? Uh, so did you play like through Demon Souls several times before Dark Souls Two came out? Or? Yeah,
1: I played through Demon Souls three times and in a, and a new game plus. Uh, in that in that time, I did. I started my first character was a royal, um, which is like I know easy mode uh but i went because i was like you know i did the soul level one cut class in dark souls so i'll do it again in Demon souls um and actually i weirdly enough i didn't die to i don't think i died to any bosses except for the dragon god i didn't even die to flame lurker on my first demon souls playthrough <laughs> dragon god killed really me really good dragon god killed me like crazy uh, but I didn't die to anyone else on my first Demon's Souls I'm
0: curious how you made it through like Flame Lurker and um, oh, what are the two in uh, the... Oh wait, gotcha
1: Armor Spider got me. Got me. Armor Spider got me too. Armor Spider got you.
0: But like, what was it about Dragon God that was tripping you up so much? Because I've died there a lot too, but like once you... It's one of those areas, like once you figure it out, you kind of have it figured out. Like, was it just like trying to figure out what to do
1: or... Yeah, it was It was that and it was, it was the timing. It was trying to figure out the timing of when it's safe to run and not just get your, your face punched off. Uh, and, and eventually I got it. I didn't take me that many tries, but it really was just sort of like, um, the, the unforgiving nature of it, if you are like too hasty, I think. Mm-hmm. Tripped me up a lot, but I, I really credit, I think like part of it is, you know, Royals crazy strong, um, like flame lurker. I didn't die to because I could soul arrow him to death. um, but, you know, eventually I did what I usually do, which is I started with a magic and then eventually stopped really using the magic. Um and and by, you know, like by endgame, by um Alant and all of that, I think I was just like used to playing Dark Souls. And so I was mm-hmm. just kind of ready to go. I was I was used to that kind of boss. Um you know, kind of reading people's reactions at the time to uh False King Alant and how how crazy hard he was at the time. And then there's so many bosses like that in Dark Souls that I think now going back, you're like, Oh yeah, I've done this before.
0: Yeah, I can I can see like I went back to Demon Souls like after I finally got tired of PvP and Dark Souls One. Mm-hmm. Um or I just got like distracted by it a little bit. Uh and I still had a lot of problems with Demon Souls. Like I, like I I didn't breeze through it by any stretch of the imagination. Like it took me like I died like multiple times on just about every boss in the game. I'm not particularly like great at the souls games, but I was kinda of surprised that it was still that difficulty. Yeah. Like I had assumed that it was just me not being familiar with the systems. Yeah. In Dark Souls 1, that had led to those problems. But it was really like sometimes it's really just a matter of execution and, like you know, not getting greedy or being patient, like you were talking about earlier. Like, it, it it really is a matter of that. And, you know, just making yourself having the discipline to get through the games.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think What's that, my- um, I don't know why. I really don't know why. Like, cause I didn't, I didn't breeze through it on any of my other playthroughs. Um, like to be clear, like I, <laughs> I still, I died plenty of times. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. One more boss killed me a bunch of man eaters. Man-eaters.
0: That was the one I was trying to remember yeah. is how the, you got through those without dying without, and still dying to drop. Oh, I died I was, hard. I couldn't remember the I died I mean. hard on Maneaters. Oh, man. That fucking boss, dude. That's so mean. Oh, that boss is so
1: mean. Right off the edge.
0: I haven't. I, yeah. I mean, just so many edge drops. Like, just so many. And then the second one comes in, and that was just the most demoralizing thing that I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen in a video game. Like, finally, like, doing the thing where you're like, okay, I'm using it. I'm using this, like, I don't know if it's like a fountain or some sort of sort of dance around
1: that, like, uh, that's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a fountain or something in the middle.
0: Sure. And, um, like, you know, you're doing that and, like, you finally get it. And then all of a sudden, like, another one pops up and you're like, what the hell is this game? This isn't fair. (laughs) What are you doing to me? Why? (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was pretty miserable. So, how, um, like, on the lead up to dark souls two uh which was a little bit delayed on pc if i if i remember correctly yeah um how how plugged into like the marketing machine were you Super. like were you paying attention to trailers were you yeah. like on the threads yeah like what were you like were you all well, in? i was all
1: in i was i was full on i was on board the hype train um you know like i remember i remember the um i think vgas or something where they did the announcement trailer and then I remember, the, like, the super hype then. And then an hour later, they were like, Miyazaki's not in it. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and, and Yeah, I, they, I just they dropped like,
0: that trailer at, like, that gaming convention, like, the televised thing, like, on yeah. TV, like, on um, yeah. whatever crap network that that was. And I remember, like... I think somebody like tweeted at me or something. It was like, "Are you watching this?" Yeah, Spike. And it was like, "Are you watching Spike right now?" And I'm like, "Why would I be watching Spike ever?" Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a Dark Souls Two trailer is out. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Where did you uh, Where did you end up on the game? I'm always curious about people's reaction to Dark Souls Two since it's such a divisive game in the community.
1: I swung back and forth like crazy on it. I, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I was I was all ready to go on it. When when it first came out, um, I, I had just moved here uh, to Wisconsin, and I just set up my PS3. I bought the PS3 version. So I didn't want to wait, um, and I was ready to go. And I just never, re- I never really like jived with it. I think, um, and and I did that. I did what I did with Dark Souls. I put it down. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, I I think I beat like the Ruined Sentinels. Um, I did. I, I did like the Forbidden Woods or whatever. That's not the Forbidden Woods. That's Bloodborne. Uh, Huntsman's Cops. That's the one I did that. Sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, And, and then I just didn't really, I wasn't bored. I just didn't really have the motivation to keep going. It wasn't grabbing me. And I didn't actually mm-hmm. come back to it until like, I don't know, maybe six or seven months later, I, I, I got the PC version um, with all the DLC. Um and and got into it a lot better, and I, I had a really good time with it. I was kind of surprised because I'd i I'd, you know, not really jived with it at first, and then after that I'd seen so many people's reactions about different things they didn't like and that mm-hmm. and everything like that. And and I had a really good time with it. Uh, and then I just never wanted to really come back the way that I do with all the other games.
0: Hmm. So um, when you finally got into it, like, do you think it was? Do you think the difference between the PS3 and the, the PC version, like the obvious performance differences were a factor in that? Or do you think it was just kind of a better time, a better place for you? It was a better time
1: and place, more than anything. I mean, the performance differences are nice, but um, I think that it just, it's something about where I was then, it clicked a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, there are a lot of things that it did and that I, I still appreciate, even though I've got a lot of criticism about the game. Like it's to the point that I don't really post on something awful about dark souls two anymore, because (laughs) I think everybody who, everybody who ever has read a dark souls thread on there knows what I think about dark souls two. And I'm tired of typing it and I'm sure everybody's tired of reading the same arguments. Um,
0: You know, I dipped into, I've been, I've been, um, I used to be like really into reading the threads and posting the threads and all of that. Um, And, like very very active on something awful forums so and I've kind of fallen off of late and uh, I went just kind of on a whim went back and let's looked at the last like couple of pages of the Dark Souls three thread that's active right now and it's literally the same people having the same arguments like that they've had since <laughs> Dark Souls one like which game has the better PvP which, which online components better <clears throat> how come the boss doesn't have a closer bonfire like it's the exact same arguments and I'm pretty sure it's the exact same people that have been doing it for the last four I'm years. not surprised. I mean, I'm a crazy person that literally records hours of podcast every week about Dark Souls. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think I'm repeating myself that no. much.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I think I, when I recognized I was repeating myself as much as I was is when I, I, I just kind of bowed out of any Dark Souls 2 discussion from then on. <laughs> and like, there are some really positive things that I think that it brought. I I like I like some of the you know, greater accessibility. Um, I like respecking. Um, I didn't think that I would like it. I, I was kind of like real curmudgeonly about it. Uh, but now I, am all about it. I really appreciate it. I mm. actually did miss it in Bloodborne. Um, I, I think like, I think I like the fact that there were a lot of weapons, but as to how they did it, I think there were way too many copy pasted movesets. Um, and re- really, ultimately, I think that there are the atmosphere of it and just how it feels to play doesn't really make me come back to it. I tried before Dark Souls 3 came out, and I, I just couldn't really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, there's no, for, no no point in forcing yourself to play a game that you're not really enjoying when there's hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of games and, like, four more Souls games that you could play. Exactly. That <laughs>
1: exactly. I think I just fired up Bloodborne again at that point until Dark Souls 3 came out. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, I'm I'm having that Bloodborne edge in a bad way now. Yeah. Like, um, something, some, it's been something lately, like, talking to people about Bloodborne that is just kind of got me, like, and I've done, and I guess we could just jump into Bloodborne chat, but I've done, Sweet. like, every single build combination that I can think of. Like, I've got an Arcane build, I've got a Skill build, I've got a Blood Tinge build, I've got a Strength build, like... The only thing I haven't done that I've kind of wanted to do is the uh, like a Beast Claw run. Oh but, like, yeah, that Beast Rune is 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 buried so far into like the DLC that I'm like, eh.
1: And like, the and the claws. The, the, the idea of So far in the Chalice Dungeons.
0: I don't, I don't mind the Chalices as much as a lot of people do, but yeah, that, that's, no, that's me neither. Actually, it's getting I, access.
1: Yeah. I actually like the Chalices quite a bit for what they are. Um. See, I,
0: oh man, I'm so glad that this podcast has given me the opportunity to find people that like the Dallas Dungeons.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I really enjoyed doing the Dallas Dungeons my first time through, and I, I dipped back in um, with the character I made when the Old Hunters came out um, after I got the, uh, the Moonlight Greatsword, the Holy Moonlight Sword. Um, uh, that, that was my, my first attempt at an arcane character. And I dipped back into them. I got, like, halfway through the Chalice Dungeon progression then. And it was fun. I had a really good time.
0: Mm-hmm. I've told this story several times. But, like, on the lead-up to the old Hunters, they had released, like, some um, patch that made it a lot easier to co-op in mm-hmm. um, the Chalice Dungeons. Yeah. So, uh, like, you could just... Like, I just so I just started, like, searching for open chalices that, like, people were, like, ringing. And, and it would... The cool thing about it is it would like create that chalice on your like um short ritual short root ritual. Yeah. Uh Katie's on the podcast are one hundred percent okay. About okay, it. cool. About
1: it. I'm like I'm like waving a thing <laughs> around to try to distract her a little bit. She's
0: No, no, just j- just yeah, just just let her me out. It's right. no big deal. Cool. Um people that listen to this podcast probably listen to Bonfire side chat and they're used to roars showing up over there all the time. So <laughs> um but the, it would create the, like, whatever dungeon that people were summoning in mm-hmm. on, like, your, on your local thing. So, like, you could go in, you could beat a boss, and then that whole dungeon was yours to explore, oh. like, free of charge. I had never, I had never done and, that. That's uh, cool. Yeah, and up until the, um, the Old Hunters came out, and, like, hardly anybody was playing Bloodborne except for weird people doing crazy root chalices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would just like get into the weirdest situations <laughs> so like I was like it would just be random weird chalices and I would you would rack up so many materials because I wasn't spending any that like you would just have all this stuff and it was really really fun Oh like yeah. you, I would message people and be like hey are there any cool runes in here it's like oh yeah man there's like a third level you know what eye of the whatever like rune in here so nice yeah I mean <laughs> I got farming. I got
1: blood uh-huh. gems I, I farmed pretty hard for some physical blood gems on my my, my sort of main characters uh, skill blood tinge build Um, and so I figured, okay, I'm going to get some blood gems on this guy. I, I want to make this threaded cane as great as it can be. Um, (laughs) which is still, I think my favorite weapon in the whole series.
0: The threaded cane. cane. That was my first bloodborne weapon. So I have a, I have a large affinity. Yeah, me too.
1: I, I picked it. Um, I think kind of against my better judgment. I, I knew that it was going to be kind of a weaker start. um, And I knew that magic was sort of diminished in Bloodborne. It's not really as big of an an element, especially in, you know, before the old hunters. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with a not magic character. I'm doing it. Um, And I grabbed the threaded cane and I struggled a a bit, like uh, with some of the early bosses with it. Um, I think it's still, it's very possible uh, to go back in the old Bloodborne thread and see my endless complaining about uh amelia <laughs> the girl amelia yeah destroyed me my first time through bloodborne and i actually i actually i think i i think i like remember complaining more than i did i actually went back recently and looked to see like how embarrassing i had been uh but it really wasn't that bad i don't think <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a one of my earliest posts in the Dark Souls thread, and I have a screenshot of this uh, going around somewhere. But uh, I I was so proud of myself that I had just killed my first invader, and I was like, and I said at the end of it, I was like, take that, knight, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> realize not realizing the obvious, yet, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, you know, Souls gas are a lot of fun. Vicar Amelia is a pain in the ass with She's the uh, threaded game.
1: Hor- She's horrible. Like now, i now I'm actually fine with her. Um, but my first couple times through, she was just a brick wall for me.
0: She's the, I think, you know, the cleric beast is like this a little bit, but, uh, Amelia specifically and and dark beast parl is like this as well. We're like, they're Gary from bonfire side chat has talked about this a lot. We're like trying to read what they're doing is very, very difficult because there's all this like superfluous, like hair muscle fig- fragments like stuff basically just like floating around yeah there. and uh, that was that was my main challenge is like what is she i can't even get a tell What's she going. doing like her silhouette is impossible to read yeah
1: oh and her self-healing her self-healing oh just, i i was just in a blind rage at, at her <laughs> stupid healing <laughs> and man like
0: Bloodborne on release was so frustrating because of your, you know, your limited blood vial slots, yep. like the grinding that went involved in getting them. Like it just, it felt so punishing to lose. And like, you know, I would complain about the healing, uh, Vicar Milius healing. And the people would be like, well, just use the, I mean, it's, it's not Lord's Talisman. The numbing mist. Numbing mist. Person, numbing mist. Like use the numbing mist and it works on her. And I'm like, I can't afford a numbing mist. Yeah, like I can like, barely afford blood vials. I used all the free ones <laughs> Like. Them. Yeah, like there's there there are no more of those. It was so frustrating. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. looking back now, I think the people who had an easy time with her picked the the sock lever, probably because mm-hmm. it tears up. Does
0: you know? Yeah, more damage to beast yeah. and all that other stuff because it does serrated damage. Yeah, or what have you?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. I
0: picked a threaded cane specifically because i am i am a I'm a. Um, I'm a I'm a soul caliber nerd and I, okay. my, my main in soul caliber for a long time was Ivy. So like yeah. anything that vaguely looks like Ivy sword, I'm like, sword yeah, I'm going to try it. Gotta, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not proud of it, but that's, that's where we are.
1: I, I picked the threaded cane. Mentioned- Cause I thought it looked cool. Um, yeah. and because I, I had really wanted a good whip in a souls game for a long time. You know, especially once people started pointing out like the similarities with Castlevania, I was like, I want a good mm-hmm. whip. And he, this looks like it'll be one.
0: The uh, you know that's funny because Dark Souls Two had some like really good whips in it. Like the, yeah. like the dual whip power stancing in Dark Souls Two was re- like that move set was really fun. Yeah, that actually was really uh, fun.
1: I, I like the threat of Kane more. I think I like how snappy it is in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's true for like basically all of Bloodborne. I I love how Bloodborne feels to play.
0: Oh, it's so much faster, and, like, it feels way more fluid than just any other game. Yeah. And I I know people complain about that, and I've, I've gone back and forth of, on whether or not, like, if you removed the leveling system of Bloodborne, mm. and just, were like, had an upgrade system, like a, like a kind of a, like, just, like, normal Like a Devil May be, Cry, like, like... Points. Or, like, a de- yeah, Devil May Cry is a great example, like, and just you removed yeah. all of that weird Dark Souls cruft to it, whether or not it would be a better game, but I don't know, like, the... Then I did a then I did a blood tinge build and I could kill a boss in like forty seven seconds. And I was like, no leveling is really cool. I like yeah. this. I like this thing. I like it when it gets broken. So I'm okay. I, with that. I
1: love I love blood tinge. I love skill. Um, skill is my favorite stat in the game uh, because of its effect on visceral attacks. I you know by the yeah. time I got to Bloodborne, like I had been terrible at parrying in Dark Souls. And by the time I got to Bloodborne, I was a I was a parrying addict. I I couldn't get enough of parrying everything and that's probably part part of the reason why bloodborne works so perfectly for me
0: yeah it's a it's a parry it game is. i've got a video up on my youtube of the um defiled keeper of the old lord yeah where i just like parry stunlocked her. um i always think the keeper is a her for some reason i don't know why um,
1: i think i do too I, I read kept, that as like a, kept a feminine her... silhouette i think
0: yeah it's, me too um I got, like, a, a shitty comment on my YouTube for that one time of, like, why are you using this gendered thing? And I'm like, I don't know, man, because it's fucking Bloodborne. I don't do give a say, shit. Do you want me to say <laughs> like, it? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say, like, and I know I could use them, and I probably should have used them. Like, that's the, that would be, like, the optimal, but I just, like, I, it was just, like, I think I just used it in, like, describing the video from my PS4. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't trying <laughs> to. Anyway, I'll stop it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can just keep her stun locked in with, like, you stack visceral yeah. attack runes, and I was doing, like three five. 3000 to 5000 damage and it was just great
1: uh yeah bloodborne is of all the games in that series it, it's my game it's the one i keep coming back to it's i've told people i think it's frighteningly close to a perfect game it, it's about as close as i've it is, seen it,
0: it, it can get very close uh, i think there, there's some flaws to bloodborne for sure that, blood vials that, that bear it out um, well, you know, blood vials, yeah. Like if they could solve that issue just by giving you ten every time you respawn, yeah. Like and and letting you collect it, like that would fix all of blood vials all, for forever and ever. But yeah, like, like some of the bosses. You, just if you have really fewer than ten, health.
1: bring you up to ten. That's it. You're done.
0: Exactly. That, just, I don't know why they they've ever messed with their healing system because it was perfect in Dark Souls one. It's like, perfect. Had it perfect.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think it's I think it's fine in and, Dark Souls three. I I think. That, Sort of the fewer, uh, you know, the smaller I get, I think it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're not trying to have Ash and Estes as well. But, um... <laughs> yes, Jasmine, hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You mentioned uh you mentioned earlier that you got a PS4 specifically for Bloodborne yep. like is that your like as PS3 was your Demon Souls machine is the PS4 yep. your Bloodborne machine
1: Uh it was for a while <laughs> I got I got it for I got it for Bloodborne and I got it for uh Destiny actually uh, I was I was okay. s- yeah. for some reason super hyped about Destiny but Bloodborne was sort of like the I wasn't gonna get it for Destiny I was I was going to be like I'll just sit this one out it's fine and then I was like but I'll also get to play Bloodborne and that's more important
0: <laughs> Yeah, and that's way more important than this Yeah
1: <laughs> And so I, I went for it and Did Because I think I actually think that um, There was another podcast you were on You were talking about Bloodborne And you were like asking people for their thoughts On Bloodborne I like had a private message conversation with you about it um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did,
0: um, It was the Old Hunter special When, we, when yeah. the Old Hunters came out We were on for Dark Insight We did like a three yeah. hour recording
1: <laughs> Yeah I think there's like, you know, we, I think, you know, on the, on the podcast, you've talked a lot about like different ways of approaching these games. I know some people are, like more into the lore and less into the lore. And, um, I think Bloodborne was the one where I, I got most into the lore independently without anyone else, like without watching videos about it. And I, I really haven't watched very many Bloodborne lore videos actually, because I kind of prefer my own, um, reading of it. And I got, I got so into it.
0: Do you um like do you have a particular favorite through line or th- like story or an NPC quest line that you kind of when you re- when you kind of researched it and figured it out you were you were yeah. super into?
1: I think I'm I think with the old hunters, I think I'm I'm the most into really everything about the healing church, everything about Bergenworth um and and kind of like the the underlying tragedy of it all, I think. You know, I th- I think Bloodborne like goes from being it goes from being, like, gothic horror to cosmic horror to tragedy for me by the end. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought that everything about the Old Hunters really highlighted it, um, you know, especially Lady Maria and Cos and the Orphan of Kos, um and, and all of that. <laughs> um, and it, it really, like... I don't know, like, it just drags me in. Everything about that, I think, is just so, like, really fascinating and really sad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I love that about it. Um, Yeah, go ahead.
0: I just, I love the, like, when you see Lady Maria for the first time, kind of, like, all of a sudden, like it just starts things start clicking into place, and you're like, Oh man, Gurman, you were such a creep. Yeah. I thought you were creep before, but you are a super duper creep. Yeah, you're
1: a weirdo. <laughs> I mean, you know, the line about uh, the doll right at the beginning kind of clues you in a little bit uh, as to. Yeah, as
0: to, I've never been, I've never been comfortable with that line. Oh, like, such I just a like weird it just, line yeah, like it's. It reminds me. Uh, it's. It's so out of place. It reminds me of the, uh, like the Lady Mary reference in Demon Souls, where they talk about, uh, like not Lady Mary, but uh, like Mary Magdalene or something. Oh yeah, something, like the Virgin Mary. Yeah, there's like a weird yeah, like a where they reference the Yeah, second. and it and it doesn't even like it's gross in and of itself. Like they use the doll however it pleases you or whatever. But like that's it's gross by itself. But it's just also like it just doesn't fit. Like that's the. I don't know, like I and I I think it's more meant as a reference to using her to level you up or to you know take all of these weird blood echoes that you're getting and to infuse yourself Maybe. with power or whatever you know touching the darkness but, inside of her. But the
1: but the line uh, read the line read on that is just like,
0: the line read is really bad. <laughs> even the doll
1: should it please you? i was just like oh oh yeah
0: the old dude what's up? That that kind of breathless. I remember like I think that happens pretty early on in the game. It does. Too, and it's, I was just it's, like, it's like the second thing he said. Yeah. <laughs> it's just if fun. I met a guy in real life that said that, I'd be like, "Listen, dude, we're, me and you are not going to hang out. We're, like, we're not, we're not be friends. friends. Like that's it's so. Good. Yeah, we're not. We're not even going to be like distant Twitter buds. Like no. we're not even that close. No, so.
1: no. Um, he's he's still, I think, my favorite boss in the game, though. You
0: think so? I think so. Gervin was my favorite boss, um, and he's he was my, he's definitely my favorite in boss across all. Yeah, five games. like I think he's he's he is like that dual perfected except for like the orphan of cause like, in as much as the orphan of cause isn't a, isn't quite the duel. Like I still love that fight so much.
1: I do too. I actually, I had a weird, ex- I, I actually haven't done the old hunters DLC twice yet. All the way through. I I did mm-hmm. it all the way through once. And I did it about halfway. I like ran in for weapons on other characters. Um, and so I've only actually beat orphan of cause once. I've also only fought orphan of cause once. And it was on New Game Plus <laughs> with my my blood tinge and skill build, and I was actually using the Rakuyo for it. And mm-hmm. somehow I won on my first try. I was down to a sliver of of health. I had no blood vials left. Um and I won. And I don't know how. And I'm actually a little afraid of going back to fight Orphan of Frost again. <laughs> because I, I never don't learned
0: if you'll mess it up.
1: <laughs> I know ne- I never learned how to fight him. I never learned. And so like, I, I feel like I just, like, really lucked out on it. And, and when I go back, I'm going to die, like, 30 times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually have a um a save file with my skill build. Um, and I, I I made a skill build specifically for the Rikuyo because uh, I, I like the way that weapon looks so much. It's great. Uh, it's so much fun. I'm, I'm all the way up, like, at the fog gate for Orphan of Kais, and I have tried... Ten times now to kill him with just the Rikuyo, and it's so hard. Like I'll, I'll boot it up yeah. every once in a while and just like do two or three times and get super close and then fail. And yeah. just, oh,
1: it's the the Rikuyo worked really well for me like... on that fight. Um, I, I'm sure part of it was the fact that I was on New Game Plus and had pretty good gems in it. Uh, I'm sure yeah. that helped. But this fight still took like five, six minutes probably. Um, <laughs> just just whittling down his giant health bar
0: see we you know i talk about um the the things about bloodborne that i don't like are you know some of the the boss encounters mm-hmm. um, and as much as i like the chalice dungeons like like the first time going through and into the Defile dungeon and taking like i've got two videos up on my on my youtube of me fighting the watchdog of the old lords one where i like died at 12 minutes in
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> like
0: twelve minutes of very carefully, like just <sighs> me and the watchdog, very carefully, like you know, managing everything, dodging, doing everything perfect, only to have like ten percent health left, and then you know, keeping going because I'm a crazy person, and finally getting it at, like at eleven minutes in, but like that's yeah. an insane amount of time to be
1: too much health on him, like one
0: hundred percent zoned in, yeah. Way too think, much health.
1: I think that I think that a few things with Bloodborne are. It is I think balanced around blood gems. Uh, especially when you're in your mm-hmm. game plus in the lower chalices, uh, which is why, you know, bosses like that end up feeling like they take an eternity and a half to kill because they're you know, assuming you're having like sixty, seventy percent extra damage on your weapon. Um and yeah, I think I think that I think the blood gem I like the idea of the blood gem system, but not the execution of it ultimately.
0: Yeah. On my Chalice Diver character, I probably have 400 blood gems, and it's literally just a game of, like, I'm going to scroll through the list looking for blue numbers to pop up, and yeah. like, oh, well, this one is cursed, so it has, like, negative five, like, it has health drain, so I'm going to drop that one because I'm never going to use it. Never going to use it. And, like, I just do that, Yeah, you know, like the... And there's some interesting stuff in there. Like, I've got some, like, plus bolt and that, you know, that are minus sure. attack to kin or whatever. And then, like, the... Because, I mean, a bolt equipped whirly gig <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> aliens alive at 50 arcane. Yes, is it is the best feeling in the world. Oh, oh man, I love the world gig so much. It's that, that um, might be, I love all of the weapons in blood and like, I, I kind of can talk, I can talk sugar about them all day long, but oh, yeah, man, me too. that, that world gig is one of my faves.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful, I made a character specifically for the whirly gig. Uh, when nice. I, when I first tried it out, I was like, you know what? This deserves a character. <laughs> um and i I enjoyed <laughs> although although she was the character that i I lost to the shadows of Yarnum for the first time on, I had never lost to them in like five or six playthroughs, and it was like the this the like, mark of pride for me that they were like my boss fight, like I had an audience the first time I fought them i had like there were some friends um over. And like, I was just like at the tail end and we were going to play some D&D after that. And so I was like watching it. I was just playing it. And like a bunch of them weren't really into video games, but they were just like on the edge of their seats the entire time of the Shadow of Yarnums fight. Um, and it was just like, it was really entertaining to be applauded for winning at <laughs> <had> a video <laughs> game. <laughs> and really that, and now
0: you understand being a Twitch superstar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. <laughs> Well, before, uh, I, w- I want to get into some Dark Souls 3, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. to get us there. Um, like, going into Dark Souls 3, I had been putting a lot of hours into Bloodborne, and um, mm-hmm. I-, I had dipped back into Scholar on the PS4 a little bit, too, but mostly Bloodborne. And uh, I was kind of, like, I would played the beta for Dark Souls 3, or the network test, rather, and, yeah. um, like, I knew some stuff going into it, but even then, like, equipping the weapons and then realizing like how limited the moveset was compared to Bloodborne. Yeah. Even going in knowing that it was going to be was such a bummer to me right, right at the beginning too. Like just like a, a dual sword thing. And I was like, well, where's all my combos? Yeah. I don't know where my combos are. And that, that seemed kind of like a bummer, but otherwise like getting into it coming from Bloodborne, I it was kind of just like picking up Dark Souls one again. How, how did it feel for you?
1: It was sort of like that. Like, you know, I'm, I was coming off of platinuming Bloodborne as the only game I'd ever, I'd ever, ever platinumed. I, I played a lot of games, and I played a lot of a lot of games. Um, but I never really, like, chased achievements. And so Bloodborne is the only game I ever platinumed. Um, and so I was coming off of that, going into Dark Souls 3, and I had, like, a really similar experience to you with the weapons. Um, and <clears throat> I don't know, it was it, it did feel like going back to Dark Souls 1, which I, it was a feeling I actually liked in a lot of ways. Like, I thought, I, I still like the way it feels a lot better than Dark Souls 2. Um, but it never, I might've had like Dark Souls fatigue by that point Mm -hmm. and it, you know, I never bounced off it, but it also never like grabbed me by the throat the way that like Dark Souls, Demon Souls and Bloodborne did. Um, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I played it all the way through. I've got like a new game plus like halfway through right now. Um, Nameless King was a beautiful fight. Um,
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I see, I hear a lot of people complaining about the difficulty of that fight specifically. Um, like how this control, like the camera control in the first half of the fight with the dragon, never
1: lock on, don't lock onto dragons. That, that, that's oh, always no, been no, my yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And no. it was just like, I think that
0: was that punished lock on more than any previous boss fight has ever punished lock. on.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, Oh, I, I that fight took me more tries than any other fight in the game. Um, which I think shouldn't surprise anybody. Um, The stupid chicken dragon really pissed me off. Not because he was even that hard. I just had to keep fighting him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would have it, looking back on that fight. And I think I may have said this before. Like I would have much preferred some sort of like NPC interaction. Like we got in the um, with Calamite and Dark Souls one mm-hmm. where you kind of, Something you can do to, like, just take him out of the fight entirely. Or, or, to, like, or the first so time you beat him,
1: he's not there anymore.
0: Or that. Yeah, yeah straight up that. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, that that would have been perfectly acceptable. And now you've pissed off this dude who, you know, is probably Gwen's kid. And that's probably the thing.
1: Yeah, you, think, so. I was, you know, whatever. I, I loved that. I love his weapon, actually. I was thinking I was, like, partially motivated to kill him because I wanted his weapon. And I, I went on and used it to finish the game and, and do New Game Plus because it, it's so fun. <laughs> I uh, have never really actually been into faith builds of any kind before, but you know the faith weapons, the the ones that are you know hybrid faith weapons in Dark Souls Three just really clicked with me.
0: Nice, yeah. interesting. I've only ever done um, like in Dark Souls Two, I got into hexes. Um, yeah, me via, too. D- via um, sorceries, and then in Vanilla Dark Souls Two, like your like you had so many lightning spears and they were so powerful. Yeah, <laughs> like it just ended up being a faith build until they nerfed all that. Shit, so <laughs> well um you know. but most of my most of any kind of character that has ever had faith has always been for buffs like my yeah i have a dark moon character on i have several dark moon characters on ds1 it's just you know i have enough faith to do dark moon blade and that's really about yeah. it. yeah
1: that was my goal with this character like if i ever had gotten into pvp in any real way i wanted dark moon blade and i actually was like i was one of those rare people for whom the dark moon blade covenant worked fine Oh you i know i I actually <laughs> felt bad. I felt like every time i every time I talked about it, I felt like I was bragging um, but it, it worked fine i there was like one night when I think I got like twelve years in a night of of just doing dark moon in um like uh, in and around Anne Orlando like right after pontiff <laughs> hmm. and and I, I one of them was was like I think I got like five years in one summoning. This one guy kept getting invaded so much that he was just chain invaded while I was there. And eventually, he, <laughs> eventually he and like his two friends who were just he summoned to do, you know PVE with just just kind of fucked off um, and yes. left me to deal with two invaders. And I, I won. I was super proud of myself. That <laughs> was the best I'd ever done in PvP in any Souls game. Uh, so I have how, Dark Moon. How Blade, did you feel about but... the? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead.
0: How did you feel about the uh, like kind of all of the callbacks and like references to Dark Souls one? Because to me, and I'm not saying anything new here, but like Dark Souls three feels very much like Dark Souls one two. Yeah, than it does. Dark Souls three. I think
1: so. I think, I think at the time, I felt like it was more of a sequel than Dark Souls two for sure. Um, I liked it though. I think there were a couple of things that sat a little weird, like the return of Katarina, for example. You know, I loved mm-hmm. I loved Onion Bro Part 2. I really did like him. Um, but it, it seemed too on the nose to have another Onion Bro. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though, like, he, he does have some, you know, sort of key differences in his character and, and, and who he is and what he does, but it still was like that first reveal and the, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay, I love it and hate it at the same time.
0: Um, I I, lo- I love it and I hate it because it's making me love. Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> that's how I, yeah, yeah, it's because you knew
1: you knew <laughs> I'd love this, that's why you put this here?
0: Um, Let me ask you this because this is something that I've been I've been trying to wrap my head around. Is is there anything that happens in Dark Souls Three that retroactively makes any of the stories in Dark Souls One better or worse to you? That's that's, hard. that's a question I've been kind of I've been I've been circling around for a little while to see like okay, so you put Katarina, like you put this character from Katarina and you gave him all of this like kind of story. Does that now color Dark Souls 1 any differently? And if it does, is it, is it in a positive way or in a negative way? I think the and example... I, I haven't been able to... Go ahead.
1: The example I've got for that is Ornstein. Because, yeah. you know, I think I think sort of the common wisdom now that he was an illusion in, in Orlando um, in Dark Souls 1. And that's kind of a bummer for me, um, a little bit. Because I like Ornstein, I love Ornstein. But, you know, sort of, and, and, and I'm really conflicted about it, because finding his corpse um, in Dragon Airy in, um, or Dragon Arch Dragon Peak, I think, Dragon Aries in Dark Souls 2, in Arch Dragon Peak, mm-hmm. in Dark Souls 3 was, like, such a moment. And I was like, holy shit, it's, it, this is Ornstein's corpse, like, right here. I just killed the sun's firstborn, and now here's Ornstein, and then i are like, wait a minute and and sort of thinking about like so in dark souls one i i never fought the guy and i really never have um and so it's it sort of conflicted like it's it's a great moment and at the same time like a retroactive letdown
0: because you you look back at all those attempts against you know ornstein and smoe and you're like well wasn't even the real dude fighting a ghost <laughs> what does that mean
1: fighting a stupid illusion summoned by stupid gwendolyn <laughs> Um but I I think the one that like Zero. actually I think, makes it better for me is like everything about Soul of Cinder. Um
0: really. Cuz man, I can't. I just oh man, I don't want like that ball. I don't like you that. You know, why box. not? Um I by the time I got to the Soul of Cinder first off, I was really really done with bosses having two health bars. Oh, yeah. Um so straight up from a mechanical standpoint, like getting him down and then <clears throat> he <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> getting him down all the way. And then he responds with like a full health bar and different moves. I was like, uh, eh. and okay. then they, they, they plug in the, the Gwen's music into that boss. Theme yeah. the three. Ex- yeah. It's extremely ham handed. And I've, I've I've mentioned that before, and people say, you know, go listen to the track by itself, and I'm like, well, that's fine, and it does sound good by itself. Yeah. But like in the moment, like it was one of the most eye rolling things that I'd ever heard, and I know that's different for some people, but then, but it's it's weird. Two things. It's yeah.
1: It, it's weird because I think I, 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 just, I loved it. Yeah. I loved that moment. Um, I loved hearing Gwen's theme come in, and I'm wondering if it was just like the mix. Like I I killed the first form at the right time in the music for it to flow into the next half of the music in a a more seamless way. I want maybe that's part of it Um, because that didn't happen on any of my other attempts. Um,
0: Oh, okay. I just assumed it was because I got it right when I killed the first form and he like respawned and like it just happened right after that. So I just assumed it was like programmatically changing the music, programmatically changing. It
1: does. Like it, it programmatically changes the music. Um, but like, I think like the, the that sort of like the track that loops in the first half, if you catch it at the right time, um, when the second half kicks in, it's at a pretty, it's it's like a, it's a little more seamless. But if you catch it at the wrong time, um, it really can be just like this really jarring, like, hold on, what um, sort of musical moment. Um, I think the first half of the boss, though, is what I actually like more. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was amazingly clever. The the way that it, you know, people had been speculating for a long time. Like I remember when Dark Souls 2 was being hyped up, there was a lot of speculation. Like, I wonder if, you know, if we're gonna link the flame, are we gonna fight our character from Dark Souls One? How would they do that? <laughs> yeah. And they, they fucking did it in Dark Souls three. And they did it. They
0: they they fucking did it,
1: yeah. And they absolutely. did it in, in what I thought was a really clever way. Um like I absolutely think that the first half of that fight is much stronger than the second half. The second half feels like a little nostalgic coda to me. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I. I just I, and I like the the you know the previous characters from the Souls games coming up. Mm-hmm. Did I lose you? Are you still there? I'm here. Okay, yeah, you're still there. Um, I, I liked all like the previous builds or whatever, like those common player builds popping up and mm-hmm. seeing that stuff. Like I thought that part was really neat. Yeah, that's the um, part I like. I just. Yeah, yeah. That that part is is what I can really get behind. But man, like the second health bar stuff. Yeah. And also, and kind of like you said, like you kind of had some Dark Souls fatigue. Like I had taken a week off work. I had been trying to get through it because, you know, everybody that I had talked to is related to Souls somehow. Yeah. And so like I, I've got to finish the game so I can talk to people. Yeah, now. of course. Like it was one of those things. So I'm, I'm interested. I've gone through a couple more times and, and, and fought it and had a better time than that first time. But it still is not like compared to, say, Gurman. You know, yeah. coming off of German as being just a phenomenal, like, set piece. Yeah. And it's a phenomenal fight. The music and kind is of incredible. Fair, oh, my God. The music is great. Um, like, coming off of that in Boss, I thought this was pretty weak.
1: So. That's one of my favorite things that I, I think Bloodborne added to the series was that programmatic music changing. Like, mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. Gurman, when you get him down, like, about halfway, the choir kicks in. It's yeah. great. It's and, and Maria does the same thing, who is you know my other favorite boss in Bloodborne. I think everybody's it's on everybody's list, I think. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And and so I, I loved that, that carried over into Dark Souls 3. Um and it was used to sort of better and worse effects in, in certain fights for sure.
0: The uh Orphan of Cause, if you ever go back mm-hmm. to it, it has a moment where um since you've only played him once, but I'm sure you've seen it like where he transforms yeah. to have the wings and he gets a lot more aggressive. Yeah. Like there's a moment where the music like goes into a rest and then comes out and Ooh. the combination of him beginning to scream at you and like the, the music kicking back in is like one of us, probably one of the reasons I like that boss fight so much. Like it just it
1: gets you. It just, it just kicks like, oh, in shit. hard.
0: Yeah. The real bloodborne just starts like, right here. <laughs> here we are. Real bloodborne starts here. <laughs> Well, Garrison, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, my it's pleasure. Time with us. Um, this, is, this has been really good. Uh, can you tell people out there that are listening where they can find you around the internet?
1: Yeah, uh, so I am, uh, I'm I'm Harrow on Something Awful. Um, I have a Twitter. It's at Garrison Gondek, G-O-N-D-E-K. Um, and it's about it. It's about all I, I do on the internet these days. I spend too much time on Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. Absolutely the same. As always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. You can find this podcast on Twitter at DGUS Podcast. Um, I don't know exactly when this episode is coming out, but since the last, we've, last time we've spoken, I've created Facebook and Tumblrs and Instagram accounts. You should go check all that stuff out. Um, I'll always be on Twitter and we'll always be on SoundCloud so that you can still find us at the normal spots. I will point you to the Instagram spot because I'm doing a new thing where the weekend before an episode comes out i'm doing a quick little 15 second preview of the episode on instagram so if you kind of want to get a heads up of what the next episode is going to be you can head over there and check that out um if you want to come on the podcast like garrison did uh, send me an email dguspodcast at gmail.com we can uh talk and get you on the show see how it goes and remember don't give up skeleton